guys. Welcome to another episode of Forever Records. It's your girl Jordan. And Kate. And we are joined with the lovely, lovely Jada. Hi. Hey, how are y'all? I'm good. <laughs> good. I'm so, like, I'm kind of, like, shook and, like, I don't know what's called, like, uh, when you meet someone that you, like, things like really cool awestruck starstruck yeah yeah I'm starstruck (laughs) what do you call that (laughs) I'm already starstruck with y'all we haven't even talked yet (laughs) we're gonna be besties by the end of this oh absolutely um so I heard that you were coming from a charity event yes how was that that was incredible so I just came from the children's cook hospital or cook children's hospital um And I got to work with a lot of kids who are sick. Um, But that hospital, I got to walk around it. They gave me a huge tour. That was so incredible. They have so many things to offer for those kids. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. It was so moving. I got to take pictures and hugs. And we got to do some fun games. Oh, that's Um, so fun. Oh, it's incredible. And that environment, everyone was happy and smiling. And I think that's so important to keep kids motivated. But that was so moving. That's so good that you're involved in things like that. Oh, it's it's wholesome. Um, there's times where I feel like we take for granted of what we mm-hmm. have, and going into situations like that and seeing parents just cry as they hug their babies, Aww. that's it, it humbles you real quick yeah. and makes you very grateful for everything that you have. I love that. You, you seem... Yeah, you obviously, you talk so well for, because what, you're 17, right? I just turned, well, I just turned 18, okay. not even a week ago. Okay, <laughs> happy late birthday. Happy oh, thank but you. You just seem so, like wise for your youth yes thank you very much and I think that's also I've been exposed to a lot um getting to travel the world and compete in the sport of rodeo Mm -hmm. and I've seen things that not many teenagers have and I've also had to learn a lot of things that not many people do and I have to care for my athletes and my equine horses back at home and so um, maintaining their health and seeing the sights and getting to talk to different people it gives you a big widespread of life I wanted to ask, do you feel like you have a, like, a good balance between, like, still being able to be, like, a kid and then also, like, being, like, a professional, like, athlete? I definitely am still working on that. Okay. So, I'm an old soul. That's how I describe myself to everyone. Um, there's been times where, since I am surrounded with older women in the sport of rodeo and older athletes, I compare myself to these professionals who have done this for 20 more years than I have mm-hmm. and um, it's hard to be an adult and have that responsibility and that mindset of a champion but then also realize I'm a kid you're in high school <laughs> I'm so, in yeah. high school so sometimes I just have to give myself a break and be like Jada you are you can do this enjoy enjoy that is a big thing because I feel like sometimes I'm so stressed and caught up in the moment of what I need to do, mm-hmm. that I don't take a second to just sit back and go, wow. I'm like, here. I am here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did this. I am able to do all these things and opportunities. So I'm still working on that balance. But at the same time, I wouldn't trade it for the world. That's it, really good. It's been incredible. Do you feel like um, you are able like do you think that you're missing out on anything i just saw you went to prom so you still get to do like all the actual Mm -hmm. like the normal experiences like do you get to go to football games or do you miss those or what yes so i was actually a varsity cheerleader for three years i continue to play sports you are doing it all i'm doing it all i'm also (laughs) the rare one in our industry and that i still go to public school i'm not homeschooled i was wondering about that yes and i'm just very blessed to have an administration who supports what i do and ag teachers that allow me to go virtual essentially okay. and give all my work online so that I'm able to travel. Um, 
No, I played sports throughout my entire high school career. I did stop track and cross country after my freshman year and just stuck with varsity cheer, but I'm very involved in FFA. Matter of fact, I just broke a school record, and I was the first girl to ever make it to state four years um, in high school. Thank you. So um, I get to do a lot of incredible things, but then on the flip side, this is my senior year. I walked the stage on Monday. Okay, actually. so you are graduating. This yes, graduating. Okay. I am. I am. I walked the stage Monday, but I've been in Rodeo Corpus all last week, and then I'm here this mm-hmm. week, and so I miss more school than I'm there, and I've had to miss a lot of my senior banquets, which is heartbreaking, um, and those are things you can't get back, but at the same time, I know when I return to my school, my administration is going to be like shaking my hand mm-hmm. and patting me on the back like, good job. Mm-hmm. We're so proud of you, and so... Yes, I am missing out on things, but at the same time, I have such a huge support system in my small town that they make it special no matter what, and they are my biggest fans and cheerleaders everywhere I go. That's really good. Do you have anybody else, like, in your age range, like your friends or anyone who also are into rodeo, or is it mainly just, like, you? Because it's not a very traditional sport. So, I mean, do you have kids, like, around your age, even at your high school, or anyone that lives, like, the way that you do? Um, Yes, there's several kids that do the same thing um but as far as my hometown I'm the only one that really does this um and so it's harder to not have someone to just talk to but then again I have friends in different places that will give me the phone call and will encourage me or guide me friends that graduated Mm -hmm. or um some of my friends from sponsorships that now they're in the real world they'll call and give me advice or I can ask them any questions Mm -hmm. so it's it's really cool to have that support system that's going to guide me along the way, but also be like, you're doing this. <laughs> you know, yeah. go out there, do it all, don't say no, just keep going. That's awesome. Are you going to start college in the fall? I am. And you're going to OSU, right? I am going that's to right. OSU. Uh, was, was, was that all, did you always know that you wanted to go to OSU, or was that something that happened, like, within, like, the last few years? It happened, actually, in October. Okay. <laughs> so, my parents have always told me, you're going to know where you belong in life, and I was always laughing because they said that once they stepped foot on their college campuses, they just knew. And I was kind of like, oh, my gosh, that sounds like something that comes out of Hollywood yeah. movie. And I was like, there's no way until I stepped foot on that OSU campus. And I already got accepted into Baylor, A&M, and Texas Tech. And I had my basically entire life planned out through Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. And it was so hard for me to kind of tell myself that that's okay, that I didn't go on how I thought I was going to go. But the minute I stepped foot on that OSU campus, You're like, this I, is gonna be home. I texted my parents. I wasn't even there for five minutes, and I said, I'm home. And, yeah, I'm so excited for that next chapter that of my life. so excited for you. <laughs> yeah. And you're majoring in agriculture, right? Yes. Okay. Ag business with minors in marketing, media, and communications. <laughs> busy, busy girl. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what sleep is. <laughs> That's okay. us either. <laughs> yes. But you seem like you have so much energy still. I, you know, I, my grandpa always had this big positive energy way of looking at life. And um, even though he passed away, he was so just at peace with life. And I hope that I keep that tradition and I just live wholly, fully happy and even though there's times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just need a break. I want it to be an, an, just a joy. Yeah. I love doing this and this is my calling and my passion and I just want to keep that going. I think it's, I think that'll be easy for you too because you have that moment where you said earlier where you're like, let me just stop and like 
realize where I am and let me just enjoy it. And I feel like you have such a strong head on your shoulder and you just are so sure of yourself and you have that great support system. So you're going to be able to do whatever you want. I don't feel like you'll lose track and uh, kind of get off the path that you're on because you have like such a solid ground and like you've built this great foundation for yourself to where you're like, okay, well, I'm still going to be like this badass worker and dominate this sport but I'm also going to be like let me enjoy my life let me live for the moment too so I think you'll be good on that oh thank you I appreciate that so much (laughs) (laughs) you brought up your grandpa so I know we were reading about you and it says that you started riding on one of your dad's older horses right yes did your dad kind of start this like legacy of everything or did it does it even go back further in your family actually so my parents both of them come from nothing my dad came he was a rancher big agriculture up in the texas panhandle okay and the nearest grocery store was three hours away and that was amarillo so a total different lifestyle um their joy had to come from the farm and how their livestock continued to grow now my mom on the other hand was raised in oklahoma and a small town and they didn't know they lived off of nothing, but they literally had nothing. And so my grandparents try to do fun ways. So every, like, twice a week, they would get on bikes, and they'd go ride bikes and pick up cans, aluminum cans that, you know, people throw out all the time. Mm-hmm. And they'd go trade them in for money to buy milk. So both my parents worked from the ground up, and as they got older, they worked so hard to buy their first horse each. Um, now, my dad had some just from working on the ranch, um, ranch horses, but my mom, she, they saved up, and on her 13th birthday, she got her first horse. So both of my parents just fell in love with the horsemanship and the hard work and responsibility that comes with it. And from there, they just fell so deep in love with horses that they decided, okay, I want to compete. And that's when rodeo started for both of them. And so my grandparents didn't do it. I'm a second generation, and my parents are my coaches. And they're the ones that shaped and groomed me into the athlete and the rider and the person I am today. That's awesome. Do you have any siblings that do it as well, or do you have? Yes, okay. I have a little sister. Her name's Tana. She's 15. She'll be 16 in July. But we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> She's forever going to be my baby sister. <laughs> but she also rides as well. Her main horse is hurt right now, so she's kind of taking a break. Okay. I mean, it's it's hard on what we do because we are reliant on our animals, yeah. and when you love them so much. When they're hurt, you're hurt because that's your partner. Mm-hmm. The, like the bond that we have in a saddle is so incredible. It's so wholesome. I mean, I always tell everyone I can read each of my horses' minds. Literally, we are so synchronized when we ride, when we compete, when we just are with each other. It's it's crazy to think about it, but it's you true. probably guys. You guys have this like unique bond in where you guys you trust that your animal and your animal trusts you as well. Absolutely. And you're like, okay, I got you, you got me. We're gonna do this together. Like, so you can be one, like almost like one unit whenever you're performing. You have to be. Yeah. And if if you're not, you will never become successful. And I always tell people um, that it's crazy to think about it, but I can control a 1,200 pound beast with my lower body. Like, <laughs> that's it's so special to have but the bond in itself it's weird because they can't talk but I know Mm -hmm. I I don't know it's such a weird feeling that connection you have yes it's so weird and everyone laughs at me and I'm like no it's true like it's a real thing (laughs) it makes sense I could see that yeah and I mean I trust them with my life and the other thing though is they have a brain of their own so sometimes I'm we're competing 
but they might have an off day. They might be like, oh, I don't really feel like this today, yeah. mom. <laughs> and so that's the catch-22 of it as well is I don't know what they're thinking. Right. I just hope that they're on my side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you pick, like, getting into barrel racing over, like, really anything else? I'm a speed demon. Yeah. <laughs> and you go as fast as you can. I mean, the entire run is speed. Yeah. And even in your turn, how quick am I going? How quick am I moving? Mm -hmm. Where's my position? Is that going to slingshot us? Are we going to set up for success? Or are we going to kind of bow out on the backside and cost us time? And the adrenaline you get from it. I mean, you're riding a horse that has four legs, and horsepower is real. And you just feel, you look up, and I mean, whoosh, there's the wind, and you're just running with it. It's it's an incredible feeling. And you said um, in an article we read about you that your horse has, like, a unique way of turning. Do you want to go into that? Like, how did you kind of discover that? Did you train them on that or how did that kind of come about so i know which horse you're referring to seven yes and seven yes um so seven does he's one he's tiny so your stereotypical barrel horse are these huge monsters i mean they're strong and muscular well he's 13 three and that's the size of like someone's breakaway horse so everywhere we go everyone's like oh your little calf horse is so cute and i'm like thank you he's actually a barrel horse (laughs) like you wouldn't know that um and he's a one in a million story and his turn style is he slides in, and he kind of looks like he's missing the turn. It doesn't look like he's paying attention. But once he hits his pivot point, he, like, whips back. And so it's really fast. It's a different style. So it honestly kind of gets my adrenaline going more because I know, like, boom, he's gone, and I have to be there with him or he's leaving me behind <laughs> kind of thing. So each one of my horses are unique in their own way. Um, Seven is my golden boy. He's been with me through some very difficult times in my life. And on top of that, he proved himself successful when no one else believed in him. And so we got to grow together. And, oh, he's incredible. All my horses are incredible. But Seven (laughs) seven just has that little extra string on my heart. (laughs) I love that. Can you tell us, like, what your typical day is like whenever you're preparing for, like, a race? Busy. (laughs) Yes, so... Depending on what time I run in a day, I cannot sleep in. I The only time I've ever slept in in my life, it was 8.30, and I had flu A and flu B and 103-degree fever. <laughs> like, um, I get up every day. Seven is my normal on the weekends, except when I have a rodeo, but most of the time it's 6 a.m. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes, every day. Uh, I don't know what night outs are because <laughs> I like my sleep. Let me tell you, my, my bed, mm, when it comes 9 o'clock, you know where Jada is. She's <laughs> telling everyone good night. Thank you for coming. Adios. (laughs) Um, But I get up, feed all my horses, and depending if I have school or whatnot, I'll do some school. I know, like, my college is online with me. I take college classes, even though I'm in high school. So I'll do that real quick. But then it takes about eight hours of preparation for one run. So I give my horses PEMF treatments, which is pulse electromagnetic therapy. Um, And that just really helps them. Everything I do is to make sure my horses are healthy, that they are okay, and that they're happy. Their happiness is the key in anything. Because if they didn't love what they're doing, they wouldn't do it. And they would, believe me, they would tell me, like, woman, you're crazy. (laughs) Um, So I give them treatments. Now, my horse, Seven, has asthma. So he gets breathing treatments just like people do. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So, yeah, they have this big machine to give him breathing treatments, and that helps with his lungs because day-to-day allergies consume him and he'll have to cough and sneeze just like we do yeah and so people don't really think of it like oh horses and 
other livestock, I mean, they're the same as us, but yeah. no, they really do share similarities. Um, and then there's other things I do, like put magnets on them. They have magnetic blankets. They get liniment baths and all these oils. Like I'm telling y'all, if, everyone <laughs> always <laughs> yes, everyone always jokes that when they die, they want to come and be a tea cross horse. <laughs> and honestly, I want to become a tea cross horse too. <laughs> but yeah, no. And then we come to races. There's so much that goes into it for a 15 or anywhere between 12 and 18 second run. But I love it. If you have one day off. What are you doing? You don't have to worry about a race. You don't have to worry about training. You don't have to worry about taking care of the horses. What are you doing? I'm at the lake. I'm in the water. <laughs> That's a good life. Yes, yes, yeah. No, if I'm not with the horse, I'm on some kind of water. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'd be too. What's your plan? I mean, I know you're going to OSU, but what is your plan to continue rodeo kind of through your college yes. experience? So I will rodeo for Oklahoma State, okay. and I'll be part of the rodeo team, and I have goals, and once I accomplish those goals, I'm moving on to kind of the next thing, and that just kind of helps me achieve and stay motivated. Um, but so I'll rodeo for the college. I'm planning on being the OSU Spirit Rider mm-hmm. my junior or senior year. It depends because you kind of need to take a year off, so I won't rodeo for that. Um, and then after I get my degree in hand, because school is our priority, I will get my pro card and I will go down the pro road. And I'm hoping to have or find my sweet spot job that is able to come with me. I do have some business plans. I can't say yet, but really big things that I'm super excited about, and I would be the business owner. <laughs> so some really cool entrepreneurship opportunities, but yeah. That's awesome. I'm so excited to see like what you do, because <laughs> I feel like you're young, but you have like such a strong head on your shoulders that like the possibilities are endless. Oh, thank like, you. Very I strong believe. plan. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And it's a plan, but it doesn't mean it's going to go accordingly. Right, right. <laughs> like, we never know. <laughs> if anything, it'll probably go better, though. Oh, you know, thank you'll, you. You'll fall into something better. <laughs> Was it difficult? Because, I mean, with traditional sports, you can go to any college and you know, play basketball or go to any college and play football. But was it – what is that like? Like, how many colleges kind of do offer, like, radio programs? Okay. This is going to shock most people because they don't know about it. Almost every college has a rodeo team. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I know. And so not many people know know about that. But the thing is, is some colleges, it's more of a club. They call it a rodeo club. Yeah. Which just means that it's not a high priority mm-hmm. um, and it's more freelance kind of. So actually OSU's is considered a club. Now, we're working on it to be a team. Um, but with that, you have to prove, of course, that your team can be successful mm-hmm. in every aspect. And so it's taken a while to build the right team and the people who want to be seen as a team and have that extra motivation. But, no, a lot of colleges offer it. And if some don't, like I think Harvard and getting up into the Ivy Leagues, they have um, more hunter-jumper type things. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is incredible, but they sponsor individuals okay. to represent them at rodeo events. So that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool, and almost any college makes accommodations. But yeah, there's things you don't know about. Uh, yeah, I had no idea because we talked about that earlier. I was like, why do you think that she picked OSU? Like, was there how many colleges? I mean, we're in Texas, obviously. I would assume like everything. Texas, Oklahoma, <laughs> Edwards, like somewhere has to have a rodeo. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so are you? I mean, you said your mom is from Oklahoma, like. Does your family plan on staying in Texas? Are you going to plan on coming back to Texas? What is your... So, Texas will forever have my heart. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, yeah, amen to that one. I'm sorry, everywhere else. Oklahoma, I hope you're good to me, but I'm just saying, my roots lie in Texas. Um, but so my dad's side of the family is in the panhandle, and then my mom's is all in Oklahoma. Okay. And they're either OU fans or OSU fans. Yeah, both are the same. So I'm like a, yeah, and I'm also the family disappointment <laughs> to the other half. <laughs> but it's so much fun. Uh, it's all jokes, of course. Yeah. Um, but no, Texas will forever have my heart, and I'm hoping that I can do what I love to do here and stay and with my foot in the Western industry for sure. Would you have any advice to anyone that's wanting to get into barrel racing or get into the rodeo, rodeo in general? It's never too late. There is no age limit, whereas basketball and things like that, you have to start at a young age in order to get your leg in the high school, college, and NBA Radio is not like that. And let me tell you, find the right people who support you. And if you go up to any cowboy, cowgirl, and stick your hand out, shake their hand, say your name, and say what you want to do, oh, I guarantee that they're going to be like, okay, here's your connection. Talk with this person. They're going to help get you started. Okay, so they're going to be really welcoming. Oh, absolutely. I've always said this is the most welcoming industry ever. And... I've had the opportunity to meet some really cool people. When I was a young kid and I made it to my first big stage with the WCRA and the Women's Rodeo World Championships, I was 15 and I was with professionals. I was the only youth athlete there. Mm -hmm. The closest girl was 23 and she was at that time a two-time world champion. Wow. Like the pressure was on. And let me tell you, you would not have known that I was a little girl and a nobody. They welcomed me. They gave me the biggest hug. They were giving me half fives as I came out of the alley, and I made it all the way to the finals. And every single one of those professionals sent me a text, go get them today. Oh, I love Even that. Even the ones awesome. I was competing against yeah. told me they wanted it for me. And that is so rare. Everyone's so, we live in a selfish society today. But that did not, that does not exist here. And it, it's incredible to just know that everyone has your back. Yeah. And I've been going, actually last week, I was going down the road to Corpus Christi for a huge rodeo, and my truck broke down. Well, let me tell you, I called one of my friends. They went to my house, picked up my truck, and drove it to me so I could do a swap. Oh, wow. And it takes a family. It takes yeah. a unit. It takes a village. And I had that. And that was that's so incredible to to find nowadays yeah. you just don't hear about that yeah. enough I love that you have that like genuine like community and like support yes. like that's a like a huge part of like what keeps you going too yeah, yeah no it's so special especially starting so young I think that it's easy to get so discouraged when like you said you're always around older people in your field I mean there's not a lot of kids your age doing what you're doing at the level that you're doing it at and I think it'd be so easy to get discouraged and just get down on yourself. But having that community and that, like, just sense of self that you have within yourself as well just really has just catapulted you in this industry for sure. Uh, it's, it's take a, it still takes a lot. Um, there's days where I'm like, I, I know I'm getting myself down. And it's really hard because, like I said earlier, I do compete with, just like you said, older athletes older professionals and by older it could be anywhere from five to yeah 30 years and I do compare myself because I want to be in their shoes Mm -hmm. and so I'm learning from them I think that's been the biggest thing that's helped me is I've been able to go to these events with the professionals and I watch them and I learn and I ask them questions I'm not ashamed 
to, or embarrassed to yeah. ask for help or any advice. And I think that's also helped me get that step up is because I'm learning by not having to fail mm-hmm. because I'm learning from what they did wrong and what they tell me don't do. <laughs> yeah. And it's also you're being humble enough to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. You're humble enough to ask for advice and also receive the advice instead of being like, well, you, I know it. I, I know it. Like, I don't need your help. I don't. You're yeah. able to, like, realize that these people may know something else that I don't know. And they're going to, they, they've been there before. They've probably had the same struggles that I've had. So let me learn from them. Yes. And that's really good quality. Well, thank you. And I always say that rodeo is a very humbling sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You will win one thing, and guess what? That next day, you might miss your calf. You might hit a barrel. You might just get bucked off your stock and not even ride for eight seconds. You never know. Yeah. So you always want to have a good head on you because if it ever goes too high and something goes wrong, I mean, why'd you do that to yourself? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's better to... Um, just have that good mind and learn from your mistakes and keep moving forward. Do you feel any any kind of way about like um, the representation of the rodeo in like TV shows like Yellowstone, etc.? Do you feel any like way about that, or do you appreciate it, or what are your thoughts? Um, so I think Yellowstone actually brought a very good attention to the Western industry, even though it's Hollywood and it's not exactly accurate. I mean, we do not shoot people and throw them in. <laughs> throw them down a railroad. Um, maybe in the old, old days, <laughs> but not anymore. But I like that it was able to capture the eye of the public okay. and get people interested because now, more than ever, people are asking questions and they're learning and they're coming to rodeos and they're coming to these events and they just want to see it and be a part of it. And so, it's given a bad rep, but I think more so a good rep because people are curious Mm -hmm. and you can say whatever you want and you can preach whatever you want but until people have an experience and learn for themselves you don't know and so coming to places like the Fort Worth Stockyards people get the atmosphere and the vibe and they get to meet cowboys and cowgirls and see the way of life and I mean the longhorns so it's it's interesting and it's fun I think it gets people excited which in turn helps our industry continue to thrive and grow what's one thing that you wish more people knew about the rodeo industry and the western industry in general everything that goes into it um the hardships i just lost one of my good horses two months ago and people i think don't understand one the connection two the time energy and effort that we have to pour into this the time on the road the money it takes Everything to keep us going. The mental game. Let me tell you, I don't think the mental health part of rodeo is touched on near enough. I don't even know if I've ever heard someone talk about it. And that is more than... Forget about horses and your self-performance. Your mind determines what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And I wish people could kind of hear, for example, just me talking about the struggles I've had with my mental game and how to overcome that. Um, so, no, there's a lot of things that I wish people knew, but then again, when you come to a rodeo, you get to see the performance. Mm-hmm. You don't see the behind-the-scenes, the at-home. Mm-hmm. I don't get to hang with friends. I mean, like I do, the ones that are dear to me, but I lost a lot of friends in my high school career because I wasn't able to go hang out and go to Whataburger or to do the, the little things that so many people cherish. Mm-hmm. I had to sacrifice. I had to choose 
okay, I have horses and I have athletes that need me and need my attention. I can't. And you have I'm responsibilities. so yeah. sorry. Like, and it hurt me forever. It hurt me to say no. And I'm still learning to say no. Um, but at the end of the day, it rewarded me to choose what I needed to do and to kind of be selfish in that aspect, which is really hard for me to swallow. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I think it'll be nice, too, getting that kind of balance back in college. I mean, do you think you're, it'll kind of slow down for you a little bit in college? Which I know sounds crazy. Like it's usually the opposite right. for everybody else. But, I mean, you won't be, you know, with – are you going to be, like, with your usual horses? Like, what is that going to kind of be? Yeah, so I'm taking my team of three horses up to college with me. Okay. So it, it'll still be busy because mm-hmm. a daily exercise, especially for barrel horses, yeah, it takes about – and 45 minutes is the slowest you can crunch it in mm-hmm. to an hour. I got three. So you're looking at yeah. three hours of just being in a saddle, not including feeding in the morning, feeding at night, practice time with the OSU team, jackpots, hauling to competitions. Yeah. So I wish I could say it's slowing down, but then again, it's not going yeah. to. And I've also com- contemplated the thought of joining a sorority, which is a whole nother thing in itself. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think I'm just going to um, take my freshman year and just kind of go be a kid because yeah. I want to have time where I can enjoy. I can meet people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to new lands where I don't know mm-hmm. everyone, essentially, like I do here in Texas. And so I want to be able to go have fun and go out to eat. And so I'm going to have to kind of. Yeah. Take some time. Get adjusted to it. Adjust your schedule. I went to yeah. college a couple times. <laughs> it's an adjustment. Yes. Yeah. And I'm a nerd. I know I don't look like a nerd. I'm a full-on nerd. And I have been my whole life. Um, so, okay, but what kind of nerd are you? Are you like a Harry Potter nerd? Are you like a superhero nerd? I'm an are you academic. Like a, nerd. Okay, I love that. <laughs> yes, I love that. Yes, yeah. No. So you're like my grades come like their priority everything. Okay, that's, yes. You need to keep that though. Yes, that's yes. important. Yeah. So, um, starting my seventh grade year, I started taking all these tests to advance myself in academics, mm-hmm. and um, sure enough, come my eighth grade year, I passed everything with flying colors, and so I started taking sophomore year courses and from then I was able by my sophomore year I had enough credits pretty much to graduate but I went ahead and did dual credit courses so where I started doing college classes get all my basics out of the way so I'm pretty much going to OSU straight into my major which saves a lot of money (laughs) a lot of time a lot of stress um and I've also had to learn how to handle good professors and bad professors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a, go- or a government professor this year, and, I mean, it was rough. It was so hard, but I did it. I learned from it, and yeah. so that's kind of nice. How many credits are you going into college with starting off um, already? I think 20 – no, not 24. I think I have 42. That's, that's really good. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. crazy. <laughs> really good. Are you going to finish college early? Or are you going to um, try to? No, okay. so I'll – I'll, in two years, I'll have my degree, okay. and then I'll go for my master's. Okay. So I'll say another two years. So okay. it's still the four-year oh period. <laughs> but you're going to kill it. That's awesome. Yeah, if you. I had this dedication at 18, <laughs> who knows what would have happened. It's okay. You just need a horse. They teach you a lot. <laughs> you need a horse. Okay. Put it, put it on the bucket list, guys. I need a horse. Jordan, write it down. We need to get me a horse. I hate a horse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so well, funny. We are going to wrap up here, but I wish that we could talk forever because I adore you and you are like, I'm, I'm going to be like keeping up with your yes, progress 100%. and everything. Well, thank fully. you so much. Um, where can everyone find you? 
So you can go on Instagram and Facebook. It, they're both Jada Trosper. And then also TikTok. Let's be real. We all love our TikTok. Yes. And it's Jada.Trosper05. And so I do a lot of behind the scenes with my horses on that. So you can kind of get it inside. You can see their matching outfits. <gasps> I know. Stop. Yeah, I'm a fashionista. If you can't tell by this obnoxious <laughs> <No>. rodeo shirt. <laughs> and my horses match me always. Yes. I love so, that. My fur babies are spoiled, and yes, they're the favorite children, and they take priority over everything. As they should. <laughs> Period. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Oh, no, thank y'all for having me. Of course. All You're right. going to make your way back to Fort Worth. You can always come back on. Oh. Yes. Don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come out and see you one day. Oh, yes. that'd be awesome. Yes. All right, guys, thank you for listening today, and stay reckless.